Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Call Her Auntie podcast. Um, this is Quay, and I'm so happy today to be here recording with, with the other co-host. Grace, hey. <laughs> um, so, Quay, last week, you were somewhere different in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, where are you? Okay, last week, I was back home in Garden River, my home community, loving enjoying our fresh air in my land. Um this week, I am in, all the way out in Calgary. I visit my friend, Faith. She's going to be on our podcast next week or the week after because next week, oh, we wanted to announce uh, me and Grace are going to take a little bit of a break to enjoy the summer. Um, we love you guys and we love you guys for listening. But, you know, sometimes you need to take a break for yourself to rest and recharge. So we're mm-hmm. going to be doing that. But um, we're going to come back stronger than ever. <laughs> yeah. And it, like we're we're pretty proud of ourselves. We've been going consistently each week for mm-hmm. since January. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. And it, it like, of course, it's a summer like you're on vacation. I'm like up back home in Thunder Bay. So we, mm-hmm. we deserve a little break, even though we've been getting some good momentum. Yeah. So thanks for sharing us. Thanks for like telling all your friends to listen. Thanks for liking and following us. But we also want to take this time to maybe encourage you to leave us a review, rate us. Yeah, totally. Okay. So yeah, I'm in Calgary. My friend Faith is out here and she's been out here throughout COVID all alone. Like she has no family out here. And so after she's like, she asked me like, would I come visit her? at any time once the board the flights opened up because she's been so lonely and I was like yeah for sure but then all of a sudden it turned into this big girls trip like my roommate has never seen the Rocky Mountains and then our other friend Crystal wanted to come as well because like we visited her before two for twice together so we're like okay we got to make it a third so now we just have a whole bunch of girls hanging out and now our dear friend Faith isn't lonely anymore. <laughs> Aww. And Faith is moving back to Southern Ontario, which will be mm-hmm. so nice. Like, I was well, talking we, to her before this, and I'm excited to see her. We could talk about that more on that podcast, though. So, stay yeah. Um. So, my little update is I've been up in Thunder Bay, and, like, during the week, it's hard because I am working throughout the day, so... I can't really venture too far, but then in the, in the evenings, it's so nice to just, you know, like I went and saw my granny one evening and, uh, had like dinner outside at a other friend's house or like the patios are open. So I've been doing a lot of like seeing old friends and, um, family members and had a baby shower yesterday. And it was just, it's just been so nice. But, um, I was like refreshing my email one day and I got a couple months ago, I was really late in applying, but I applied to um, a degree program of Indigenous social work. 
mm-hmm. and I just like refreshed it. I, I was kind of getting, I kind of forgot about it, but then when I thought about it, I was like kind of sad because I didn't get accepted. But then this week I got something in my email and I was accepted into the program that I'll be beginning um, in September. So I'm so excited and um, that's something I'll be starting. And I was even just saying to Quay how Nico's starting school. (laughs) Me and Nico can take first day of school picks together. And I'm just excited that he's going to be watching me like go through this and yeah. you know, I'll be working full time and doing part-time school and raising him and just giving him like the life that he deserves. But also um, thinking of my life too, of, you know, advancing in my education. And I never thought that I'd be going to university. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so excited that um, on my on our drive back, I am going to stop in Sudbury and get a Laurentian sweater. <laughs> so I can just, you know, sit in the winter and do my homework in my Laurentian University sweater. And just, I don't know. I'm excited. Woohoo! Grace, I'm so proud of you. That's so exciting. And that's such a nice, a lovely feeling to have. Like, yay, I got in. I'm going to start this new chapter in my life. And it's going to be so cute. Because you and Nico are going to be sitting at the table doing your homework together. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Okay. So we have another announcement for our listeners. Um, I was checking my emails and Imaginative said that we are in and we're going to be presented at their virtual festival this year. we don't really know how that'll look we're in the audio the audio category um but whenever we find out more and however it's going to be presented we'll we'll show all of our listeners um because we're in we're in the festival yeah it'll be so it'll be so fun and it will will apply even like the year after where it will yeah. be in person and we'll just be standing <laughs> by our little headphones because we'll be in the audio section again. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll be like, did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're part of the display. I, yeah. This is us just here all weekend. <laughs> just hanging out all weekend. My dad would hang out too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have to get t-shirts made for him. Yeah. <laughs> We uh, should actually get some merch. We should. Well, I do have an idea for that. But mm-hmm. so this week has honestly been really exciting. Like Quay, like tell us more of what you've been because Quay's been so me and Quay work together and mm-hmm. this week she's taken her holidays and mm-hmm. I've just I haven't talked to her at all because I've just been letting her enjoy herself and not bother her. Just kidding. <laughs> I sound like an annoying like sister or something, you know, but um, so I've just been living through her Instagram and seeing like the pictures that they've all been posting. So tell us more about what you've been doing. Okay, so you're, you, if I could have any other annoying little sister, it'd be you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not annoying at all. <laughs> um, so this week we went all the way to Jasper. We've never been there before. Um, apparently Jasper is like a place to release negative energy, but we never knew that until mm-hmm. the last day. So when I was there and we were leaving, I'm like, okay, take all my negative energy. <laughs> <laughs> I, Why didn't yeah. I know this yesterday? <laughs> yeah. 
okay so we're on zoom and I just like close my eyes and like clasp my hands like please take it all <laughs> um and then that was really l- nice because we went to Malene Lake and we went on a cruise and what I didn't know but what the the wikipedia says <laughs> is that that lake has a little peninsula called spirit island and apparently a long time ago that was like a ceremonial place for um the buckhorn people or like just the stony Dakota people around this area and um now they're charging 65 dollars to go visit it so <laughs> i bought it <laughs> um <laughs> it was really nice and it was really lovely because that lake is a completely it's the largest glacier fed lake so what that means is that it's the biggest lake in i think the world where the water it's not from like a spring it's completely like from melted glaciers that are feeding the lake and giving it water that also means that it's really cold but that also means that it's like a really like aquamarine blue I don't yeah. know if it's because of like the minerals or what, but it's like a really beautiful color. So wait, um, it's called Molina Lake. Moline. So, but it's spelled like M A L I G N E. Oh, Moline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, okay, so this trip, I'm usually like itinerary based caught I sent everyone the cost and like divided it and like everyone knows how much you're going to pay and everyone knows the itinerary and when they're going to wake up and when we're going to do things this trip I'm like not I like made a little excel sheet about the days and where we're going where we're staying and the cost because we had to budget in certain areas for our hotels because on our last day we stayed at the Fairmont Lake Louise so we had to be on a little budget, <laughs> but um, I was like totally easy breezy cover girl. And then <laughs> what happened was we were going to go to the glacier skywalk, which is like this um, skywalk where you go over uh, by Mount Kitchener and like, it's really beautiful. Um, but that wasn't until Friday and we were supposed to do the million Lake cruise thursday so one of our our good friends put into the gps the skywalk address because she thought we had to go to the discovery center which is true for the next day so we drove an hour and a half to the skywalk on the wrong day and we almost ran out of gas and we almost missed the very last tour of the day but luckily the creator was on our side and he the the discovery center sell, does sell gas because they're like the only one in a hundred kilometers both ways that oh that's a like a that could mm-hmm. so this we bought gas from them and then we got um the last tour bus and it was beautiful and it was like really okay for me to be like we we went to the wrong place but it still worked out because Malene Lake was like rainy that day and I was we were all kind of bummed and the skywalk was sunny that evening and the next day it was rainy so like the way it worked it was like everything happens for a reason and if we stayed on my schedule we would have been miserable like if I made a schedule and I made everyone stay to it yeah it would have sucked so I learned a lot about that and I learned a lot about like 
just going with the flow and like being grateful for everything mm-hmm. um, so that was that but then after we went to the Moline Lake that was beautiful and then we drove to Lake Louise and we were like in awe of it again because that one is made by a glacier backup like when debris backs up so much it it caused the lake to end and then the the water to still feed the lake um so we stayed there it was so lovely and it was so nice and every time we were going in and out of the hotel the the people with the security because of covid they would ask that they could see our key cards so we all had to be having a key card on us all the time and we had to wear our masks in the hotel and except in our room and there's only like four people per hour that could go into the pool and four people per hour that can go into the gym. So it it was really like, um, strategized. Yeah. But because I guess Alberta is a real, and like this area is a really big touristy town for USA people Mm -hmm. to come in. And because the borders closed, it was actually super quiet, which was really nice. nice for us because we didn't like whatever time we wanted to do something we could. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, the the bigger story about staying at Lake Louise is that, um, okay, so also for any of our listeners, if you're an Alberta resident, you can stay at Lake Louise and get a package where you get a free breakfast and free canoe rental. And the canoe rental is actually, like, super expensive. So to get the free canoe rental with your thing was, like, a really big deal. Um, so Alberta residents get that at the Fairmont Lake Louise. So we went canoeing on Lake Louise and we had a big accident happen. We all survived. Nobody went in the water. But we had a collective accident where I didn't hang on to... So me and our good friend Faith were in a canoe and we were like, we'll race you guys to the end of the lake and see who's better. Either a Mi'kmaq woman and an Ojibwe woman or an Ojibwe woman and a Jamaican woman. So we'll race. And <laughs> obviously we me and Faith won, but <laughs> when we got there, um, we we're going we we're gonna take a, a photo and I wasn't hanging on to their canoe, so we were kind of drifting away. I don't even know what I was looking at. And then our one my one friend was about to toss our our friend Crystal's phone to Faith, but because we were moving away and she couldn't really lunge for it. It like bit, didn't even make it to her hand, and it just fell into the water. Oh my and god! <laughs> it was a, it was like an awful moment, and like nobody knew what to do. So, in that situation, um, we knew like right before we went onto the into the boats, we were like, "This is glacier water. So if we fall in, we only have eight minutes to get out before we go into hypothermia and freeze to death." And so we asked the co- the co- the the canoe people. Like, what about your emergency plan? And they're like, oh, we can get there in two minutes. Blah, 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 blah. And we're like, okay, two minutes, we're fine. We can we can last in the water for six. We'll try our hardest. <laughs> so we figured we it would be fine. We could last for six minutes. So what was happening was um, I didn't hang on to their canoe. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my roommate was passing the phone to Crystal, but then Faith put out her hand because she would have had the better shot. But because our boat was going away, it didn't make it to her hand. And right in that moment, it dropped. And it was, like, gone. We couldn't see it. 
and Faith was like about to dive in. In my head, I in my head, no, I don't even know what happened. I like blacked out. I yelled at Faith to leave it because if she had jumped, she would have jumped and tipped us over, and I would have mm-hmm. grabbed on to Tammy and their boat. And I would have flipped them. And then you would have had four women in glacier water. And yeah. For them to get out there in two minutes and take all of us out in six, that would not have happened. And and then when we were going back, also the other thing was we started blowing our whistle because our friend was, um, after that situation, she was having a really hard time because that was like one of the newest phones and like had all of her memories on it. Um. Obviously, having, like, a a panic attack, like, understandable. We were blowing our whistles to get the coast people to come in and and take her off the water. Because we were in glacier water. Um, They didn't come. And so I was really upset with that because I'm like, this is your safety policy. This is your emergency policy. Um, So when we got back to the boat, on our way back, I was talking to Faith. And I was, and she's like, if you didn't yell at me to leave it. I wouldn't have, I would have jumped in. And I was like, I didn't yell at you. And she's like, no, you yelled at me to leave it. And I was like, I yelled at you? She's like, yeah, I was just about to dive in and you yelled, leave it. And I was like, I blacked out. In that emergency situation, I don't even remember doing anything, thinking anything, but just being in shock. And I yelled at her to leave it. But at least you blacked out and did the right thing, though, and telling her to quit. <laughs> but if you blacked out and you're like, jump. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> yeah. well, that was like a, a scary moment for me because I'm like, I don't remember that. Like, it was just like, not like, it was just like a reaction. Yeah. So anyways, we got off and I like told the supervisor, like, Yo, this is not right. We were blowing our whistles. Nobody came to save us. Um, they reassured us so that, like, they have a, tel- a telescope where they're watching the water. And they're watching for flip canoes. Mm-hmm. So because we were all in our canoe, they weren't alerted. The, the, the periscope wasn't aler- alerted. And he's like, oh, but if you needed a situation to get off the water, you put your paddles up. And I'm like, nobody told us to put our paddles up when we were getting in the water. Yeah, And then I was like, we were blowing our whistles. There's two of them. And nobody saved us. And then he's like, oh, normally when that happens, people blow their whistle with you. So the whole lake is blowing. And I'm like, there was like people beside us and they weren't blowing. And that's scary. Like, it really was scary because we needed help in that moment, even though it wasn't life threatening. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing that they weren't coming to us was scary but it was also like um a little a little reassuring that the periscope was there to watch for people who did flip so that did you get a free canoe can you ride it i like was wondering like during my arguing with him and my complaining about like safety like if he would give me a free something like even a free cake at the in the cafe but no free cake Oh my god. But thank God we're all safe. Thank God nothing happened. Yeah. Um, I know this is so crazy to say, but like for if we all would have flipped in and like I'm really glad that the only thing we lost was um 
Oh, okay, I wouldn't be saving it, saying it probably if it was mine. <laughs> but I'm glad we're all alive. Well, and water is so scary. Like, since mm-hmm. we've been with um, a lot of kids up here, like I'm, I'm living with my sister and her three boys. We've been going swimming a lot and we were swimming in Lake Superior and it was really windy. And like, I just worry about like, it can happen so easily about so someone quick. going under. Oh yeah. So quick about it, someone going under and not being able to come back up. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like heart attacks. So um, it's definitely like good for you for fighting. Um, and I hope that they do take like the whistling a little bit more seriously because like there are a lot of people do have, you know, anything can happen out on the water. And if they want to get off the water, that's their job to, is to get them off. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So on a different note, have you ever lost a phone? Yes. Um, So I, this was probably like five years ago or six years ago. And I got the brand new Google phone when it first came out. I think I even had the VR. I had the like virtual reality, like glasses that came with it that you put the phone into. Mm -hmm. And I think I was paying like, it was like a lot of money each month because like, obviously I didn't buy it out. I was just paying it through like monthly and um a couple months into my contract i had my phone on my bed i was doing my laundry and washing my sheets and i wrapped it up didn't know it was on my bed grabbed all my sheets threw it in the washer and i was doing my dishes and i'm like where's my phone and i hear the clunking of it in the washer and i'm like oh my god and i i saved I went and got it and then tried to put in rice, but it never recovered because back then, like, the phones weren't waterproof or, like, Mm -hmm. waterproof at any, like, cost. So I tried to go to the, like, the phone company and I'm like, what can I do? I'm like, can I get another Google phone? And they're like, yeah, you can, but you need to, like, pay this much money to pay out your contract of that phone. So I was like, oh, no. So I had to just get, like, cheap little phones that, like, family members gave me while still paying for my Google phone that I didn't have. Oh. And it sucks. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to get expensive phones because things can happen like that where, like, I have this, like, Samsung phone. And it's, like, I've had it for over two years. And it is water resistant. And I did drop it in the kiddie pool. And it was completely fine. So I was like, you know what? This one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I hope it lasts me longer. <laughs> the only like experience I have about losing a phone um, is I lost my BlackBerry in a cab in Toronto. This was like in 2013. But it wasn't even like that. I didn't have, it was like a BlackBerry Pixel phone. That was the same time, at the same time we use like cameras. So, like, it wasn't as detrimental to me. But I do remember one time in talking about, like, photos and those memories. Mm-hmm. I do remember that um, when I went to Cuba for my grad trip in 2012, I had the camera. And, like, I was taking all the photos from Erica, my friend Waz, my friend Mando. Like, I was taking all the photos because I had the cool camera. And mm-hmm. then we went on like our last second last night we're like let's go like at midnight into the water into the ocean and like 
be like, woohoo. And so we left all of our stuff on the beach and we like went into the water in our underwear and we came back and like half of our stuff was gone. But the main thing that was gone was my camera. So I lost all the photos for everybody. And that was like really sad. And so like that was my first international trip, like on a vacation like that. And then I had all of our excursion trips on photos on there. And like, you know, what's so crazy is because I don't, I only have certain photos from the other girls that like there are certain excursions and stuff. Like I don't have the memories in my, because like, I can't see them. I don't mm-hmm. like, remember them because it was so long ago. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a sad thing about like losing a phone and photos and all that. That's sad to me. Yeah, totally. That's why we got to bring back like scrapbooks. <laughs> <laughs> but my partner was saying that like when he travels and he goes places, he has like a burner phone, like an, an another, not his new iPhone, but like his old iPhone that he like, logs into and uses on vacation and keeps it in his room because he doesn't want he's like if I if I lose those photos of that day that I and I don't back it up at the end of the night then like that's only a day I've lost true yeah and I'm like oh I never even thought of that one yeah yeah Um. so this past like couple weeks we've been doing a lot of traveling Mm -hmm. so I want to ask you like what have you learned yourself when traveling okay so what have I learned you might already know this Grace and a lot of our listeners who know we might know have already realized this a long time ago but I'm actually super particular like I'm particular about I don't even know what I'm particular about but like I know that noticed this trip and recently like I enjoy sleep and I enjoy like my own space in a bed even though Mm -hmm. like I do miss my partner a lot, but I'm like, I enjoy sleep and I enjoy space in my own bed and I'm a hot sleeper. So a lot of this trip I've been, we've been sharing beds, which is fine because I love all these girls, but I wake up like sweating and then because I'm so hot and they're so, they're so cold at night that Mm -hmm. if I turn on the AC or anything, like they're, they're so cold and miserable, but I'm like, ah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) so I'm really particular about sleep and air and like temperature but also um like having a routine and alone time like Mm -hmm. I definitely do go for walks every almost every morning or like every day on my on my own time and I listen to the podcasts and I listen to audiobooks and there's only this isn't a routine I've had all my life this is only since COVID um but because we're all doing um not we're all doing we're all together like hanging out all the time I I like feel a little bit rude if I want to be like okay well I have to go for my walk and I don't Mm want to hang out with you right now because I only want to listen to my audiobook but it's really important to take that time when you need it like it's really important to um be active and be alone and like meditate calm down I've started this thing on audio audible through active the it's like meditation 10 minute meditation every day and Mm -hmm. um I'm the type of person who's kind of really high energy and really like reactive but I find that this meditating thing has made me a little more thoughtful about my reactions so I'm really grateful for that and I think I want to 
keep going. So in like in 10 episodes, if I say I'm not meditating anymore, like call me out on it. (laughs) But I also am like, I love crime podcasts so much that if we're all listening and someone's talking, I'm like, shut up. And I like breathe. I don't tell anyone to shut up. But in my head, I'm like, "Ah, I didn't hear this, this one fact about the mile distance from this city to that city and how impossible it is to walk. (laughs) It's not a big deal. But I like want to know all the details about that crime. Yeah. But um, it's also really hard to travel when you don't eat so I, I think I mentioned this before. I'm not eating red meat and pork. But when you travel, like, Alberta steak, like, that's a big thing here. And Yeah. Like, and you, also, you can't be, like, picky if, like, other people are cooking for you, too. Yeah, like, no, you can't. I was like, I'm dairy-free and I'm gluten-free. And then, like, I'm not doing much of the cooking here. So I'm just, like, I'm not going to be rude. And I'm going to eat mm-hmm. what's on my plate. For sure. Like, I didn't, I didn't tell Faith that. And when we landed, she made us the most delicious roast. And I was like, oh, fuck. But I ate it and it was so delicious. And I'm so glad I had it because it was like Alberta beef. But then she's been so good. And oh, she's been so good and accommodating. Like last, we've been eating out a lot. So it's been easier for me. But last night, she made like a shrimp stir fry. And I was like, so grateful. Aw, that's so nice. (laughs) It's so like good to be like comfortable where you're staying when you're traveling yeah like even um so I agree with like everything that you said like I enjoy my sleep and my space and my routine because like you have to think that like for you you're staying with faith that like she has her own routine and you don't want to throw off like their routine and like they shouldn't want to throw off yeah. your own routine so it's like good to have that own space when you're even living with someone so um and I'm just like grateful so they have a dog here and mm-hmm. it's a little um Boston Terrier named Piper and it's so like dogs can make me feel uncomfortable if they are like really territorial of their home or like just guests but this dog feels like it's my own dog when I'm here like oh. I'll into the house like alone when no one else is here and it's not like growling at me or make because I like it barely knows me but it does now and it's just like makes me feel so comfortable so I'm just like that's a big thing too is like being comfortable with everyone including a pet in mm-hmm. the house you're staying or wherever you're staying yeah um, so yeah um I think this is like near the end of our podcast Okay, but wait, I also want to make a statement saying I understand what you say about being comfortable, including the pets, because that's a big thing for me with a lot of my friends. A lot of my friends are adults, and my cat is, like, Mm -hmm. fine with adults, but I have so many girlfriends who have children like you, and I Mm -hmm. love your little babies and your little um, kids, and I I always want them to come over and feel, and, like, have sleepovers, like we did at Christmas, and, like feel safe in my in my apartment and it, with me but my cat I didn't socialize her around babies or children so mm-hmm. she like she hisses at babies and children and mm-hmm. like she's not very good at traveling in new places because I was very um structured with her about my apartment with me or home in Garden River with me I never mm-hmm. like, let her out with other people or to others areas so um yeah I'm really aware with that with like my my cat and like my situation because she she even 
she even hissed at Jesus. Like Bridget and Bridget and Nim were like, okay, well, if you're leaving Kat with Dad to like um, look after for while you're away for three weeks, like we'll watch her, like we'll take care of her and love her because they did when they lived with me. Yeah. But then when they came into my room and they were like laid down with Jesus, as she, it was fine until she saw him, and she was like, <gasps> and she got scared. And Jesus didn't even look at her. And she, like, hissed at him and then ran away. Oh, my God. I know. My cat is so particular. But, like, she's good with adults. (laughs) That's my only thing. (laughs) Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Okay. So, I think this wraps up our episode. Um, Yeah. It does. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And don't forget that we we are going to be taking the next week uh-huh. or two i'm not too sure what you said quay yeah i said i said two weeks because i think that like we have we have been so great and we need a two-week break we also need time not that we're gonna not be doing podcast stuff but we're we need time to like re not re but like re-review things because now that we're gonna go to, to Imaginative, we have True. to get our, our shit together. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we'll probably take a break, like in the summers, and then probably right around like the holidays, like Christmas yeah. holidays, um, to be spending time with family. This time is we're out and we're recovering from this whole pandemic, and it's still happening. So I think we all deserve a break, and we hope mm-hmm. that. I mean, we'll still be connecting with everyone on social media and asking you guys to leave a review and posting and whatnot. So we're really excited to see you guys again in two weeks. And if you listen to this episode, um, we hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see everyone again. Not see everyone. You'll hear from us again. You'll hear from us on August 16th. So until then, take care. We love y'all. We hope y'all are still washing your hands. <laughs> and, <laughs> and face mask obligatory. Yeah. Okay. okay. So bye. Bye. So your podcast, Andy's know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness Um, Helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to offer counselling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.